0: Hello everyone, this is The Off Stump. I'm your host, Danush. This podcast is exclusively covering the game of cricket. And today, we are going to talk about the last four games of Vivo IPL 2021, the 14th edition. The last four games are the games from Saturday, 17th of April, till yesterday, 19th of April. So there were four games and all the eight teams played one game each. This is their, all the teams finished their third game in the league. And after three games, there is RCB, the only team in the tournament who are undefeated. They have won all their three matches. Then there is Chennai Super Kings, Delhi Capitals and um, Mumbai Indians who have won two out of their three matches. And the rest of the four teams. Besides, Sunrisers Hyderabad they have won one match out of the three matches they have played. That is, Punjab Kings, Rajasthan Royals, and uh, which is the other one? I'm not. I'm not getting it right now in my mind. The Kolkata Knight Riders. Sunrise of Hyderabad, unfortunately, are the only team who haven't won a single game because they took the hammer and they hit it to their own self. I mean to say, all the three matches which Sandra Hyderabad lost were the games they had to win. And unfortunately, they had to be on the top of the table, but they are in the way opposite. It's complete 180, unfortunately. If we see the performance of these four games, let me take game by game now. The first one was the Saturday's game between Kolkata Knight Riders. And Mumbai not Kolkata network it was between Sunrisers Hyderabad and Mumbai Indians so in the in that match on Saturday it was the same thing as i said for Sunrisers Hyderabad the first two games they were in the driver's seat forever in the match and when the death overs came in they lost the match completely and the same thing happened in this match as well they win the toss, they choose to bowl, they restrict the mm, defending champions, Mumbai Indians, for a hundred and fifty. And when I saw them out there in the twelfth over, they were in their eighties and they just needed like 70 in the last 70, 70, 75 or not even that much. I guess 60, 65 in the last seven overs. And it was easy. They had eight wickets in their pocket and they could have easily won the match, but all of a sudden the train loses its tracks and they are again completely derailed. This is for the third time in a row they have lost a match from that situation. The thing is they are repeating the same mistakes again and again and they aren't rectifying it. And in the end they lost the match by 10 runs, which is criminal. And that is not the way a team like Sunrisers Hyderabad must play. That is not the way you must lose a match. Because this is something that has, that has happened for them in all the three matches that they have played. So, the thing is, the mindset would be extremely damped because they were in the winning situation and they just lost it by themselves. And it will make the mentality of the team harder going into the Future matches of the tournament. So I believe this three-match defeat comes to an end in the in the next game. I hope they win the next game because, come on, man, Hyderabad is considered one of the best teams. They have been in the playoffs for all the five seasons in the last, in the last five years from 2016, the year when they won the tournament, until now. Every single season they have been in the playoffs and they have ended up being three or four and they deserve to be in that position and I just want them to figure out their things especially their middle order which is really really fragile due to the absence of Kane Williamson and due to that fragile middle order it is tough it is huge amount of pressure for David Warner and Johnny Best to score the bulk of the runs, and Manish Pandey has become a liability to the team, unfortunately. And since he is a seasoned veteran, people are people and the team will expect him to come back after these three dismal performances. Because you can say he single-handedly lost the game for the team in two out of those three matches. And I expect Sunrisers Hyderabad to come back because they are an exceptional bowling unit. And all, in all those three matches, we were, they were magnificent with the ball. I can say 9 out of 10 with the ball, but really bad. 4 out of 10 with the bat. That that low is what their batting was in all the three matches. And as far as... Let's go by the points table. And I finished up Sunrise of Then comes the Rajasthan Royals. They have... They had a very good match. They somehow managed to come back and win that match against Delhi Capitals, which would give them a lot of boost into their confidence, but the way they played against Chennai Super Kings yesterday was not a team performance, was not a performance of a side which looked positive. They just handed their wickets to uh, to the bowlers and for the second time Chennai Super Kings managed to do that. The same thing happened against Punjab Kings where the batsmen were handing their wickets to them and the same thing happened in this match as well because every single shot what the batsmen were hitting it was just going on to the fielder who was standing in that position waiting for the ball to come and when you had giving catching practice to the fielders you will certainly lose the match because you need to hit the balls where the fielders are not there. But the batsmen were doing completely different thing in this match altogether. The Rajasthan Royals batsmen weren't in the game at all. And Sanju Samson, unfortunately, I guess, the captaincy burden has made him extremely pressurize himself. He had a magnificent 100 in the first game, but... As we have seen him in previous editions for like seven years, he starts off the tournament with a bang, and all of a sudden it loses all the steam and I can see that in the in the last two games he hasn't scored, and he runs in the last two games, I guess four and one is the score he has scored in the last two games, and certainly, if Sanjo Sampson doesn't play and in the absence of Ben Stokes. There is no one in that batting unit on whom you can rely upon, and their batting unit, just like the middle order of Sunrisers Hyderabad, is fragile and inexperienced. And David Miller has to step up, and he has to take that responsibility big time this season because there is a lot of dependency on him, and there is no other, no player in that squad who can take that responsibility aside of him. And I guess at these kind of situations is when Steve Smith would have been useful, but that is a tra- that is a thing that has that is a part of the past, and there is no use of talking about Steve Smith in Rajasthan Royals as he is being doing his part with the Delhi Capitals now. So I expect San- the Rajasthan Royals to come back well because their bowling was pretty above average, I can say, because their Chetan Sakarya has been extremely good in the three matches. Jaydeevan Utkat showed up this time. Mustafizur has been economical and they have managed to be restrictive when it comes to bowling, but the batting has been a letdown for them. And you can see in that batting lineup the lack of experience. And this is what I believe with, Ra- with Rajasthan Royals and Sunrisers Hyderabad, who are in pretty much the similar situation. As far as the uh, the next team is concerned, which is the Punjab Kings, they lost the match in a really, really decisive way. The two matches that they lost, I guess they they should have lost all the three. They were lucky that the la- the first match they they were lucky that the first match, Andrew Samson hit it to the field and didn't and they just won the match in the tiny edge of the sword. and that was a match they had to lose but somehow they won. It was more of a Rajasthan Royals losing the match than Punjab Kings winning, as I said. But the second and the third match, they have been decimated by the opponents by Chennai Super Kings and this time by Delhi Capitals because they were not in the game at all. In the, the Punjab Kings, in the Chennai Super Kings match, they weren't... The wickets was going left, right and centre. They were handing over gift wraps to the bowlers of Chennai Super Kings and as far as this match is concerned, they scored the runs but that was not enough. It was always an innings where, which had potential, but didn't show its potential. Because they were 94 for, 94 for 1 or 94 for no loss at the end of 10 overs. If you are 90 or anything above that after 10 overs, you must score more than, more than 200. Which they didn't. They ended up with 187 on the board. And large criticism is on KL Rahul. 61 of 50 is not an innings which you should appreciate you should not feel good about that 61 of 50 run, 50 balls because you have wasted your deliveries playing dot balls and not rotating the strike the job of an anchor is to make sure the scoreboard is moving which is not the case here with kl rahul he has been doing this for 3 years and all it has been doing is making kingsman and punjab score way less than what they can and also it is putting unnecessary pressure on other batsmen like Chris K. and Nicholas Poor, and Deepak Hooda to come in and strike from the very first delivery. Unfortunately, same as I said with Rajasthan Royals and Sunrisers Hyderabad, but I can see even more problem with Punjab Kings rather than those two because Rajasthan and Sunrisers Rajas have some have a very good Sunrisers have an excellent bowling unit and Rajasthan have a above average bowling unit. But the bowling unit of Punjab Kings is really really bad. There is no one to go, no one to back against. There is no sixth bowler option. It is always like we will play six batsmen, we will play five bowlers. Doesn't matter if 3 of the 4 bowlers get smashed by the opponent, we have to make them bowl all the 4 overs that they are allotted to bowl. And it is the job of the batsmen to score as many runs possible while batting first so that the bowlers get something to defend. And if they are chasing, the bowlers get whacked left, right and center and the job of the batsman is to completely pressurize themselves and go out there and chase that big target that has been put on the board. I don't see any depth in bowling or in, in the bowling of Punjab Kings besides Mohammad Shami. Ravi Meredith and Jan Richardson have a lack of experience in the Indian conditions and they are not stepping up to the requirement that is being asked from them. And Ravi Bishnu is not in the playing eleven, which is surprising, because he was a great, great spinner in the in the last edition. He was way better than Chahal last in the last edition, and he hasn't played a single match in the first three games. And Arshdeep Singh is a work in progress. I guess two years from now he will be an exceptional bowler, if given the chances. Like how he is being given, he's showing it. He is becoming that mature bowler, but certainly he is work in progress, and you can't back on bowlers like that when it comes to tense situations and death overs, where the chances of the team scoring runs is high. Only Mohammed Shami is the one who looks good, but even he is going to get whacked if the other bowlers are not supporting him, and if, the, if he is in the not, if, if he is in the not good condition as well. So I see a lot of problems for Punjab Kings going forward in the tournament, and the only positive I can see is Shahrukh Khan, who is extremely talented. He is a great striker of the ball, and I really appreciate the way he, is, he has played in those two games because he was he was that shining light in that in those two games, according to me, for the team. As far as KKR is concerned. I believe their team is, has been put in the same situation again. They are a middle-order-heavy team which has world-class players like Shakib, Owen Morgan, Dinesh Karthik, and Andre Russell at four, five, six, and seven. And by the time they come into bat, they just have like eight to ten overs to bat, which is not the amount of overs your best batsmen must be playing every season this over the last three years this has been the thing with kKr they cannot figure out who they must play at which position last two seasons was even worse but this time it has been better but still this time it has been a bit opposite i can say we used to expect Owen Morgan, Andre Russell coming in and scoring those big runs in the end, and they did it in those in in the previous years. But this time, the top three Nitish Rana, Shubman and Rahul Tripathi are giving them the start that they require. It is capitalising that start and taking the team ahead and scoring runs and chasing the target is what these middle order senior men must do, but they aren't doing that, unfortunately. Andre Russell looked good against RCB, but he couldn't take the team home. Owen Morgan hasn't looked good at all in the three matches. Dinesh Karthik has shown glimpse, but he hasn't performed. Hasan has been a letdown in the three matches, unfortunately, and maybe I see Sunil Narayan coming into the squad. And as far as bowling is concerned, it is just average, I can say. And I expect them to step up. Prasad Krishna has really, really grown into a really good bowler over the last two years. That is uh, that is what giving the players the time and the matches is, is going to make. And he has well-rounded himself into the leader of this bowling attack of KKR. The ideology of... Bringing in Russell to only bowl the last two of the last three overs in the death overs is really not an ideal plan in every single match. Like how we saw he got whacked for 38 in two overs against RCB, but he took five wickets against Mumbai Indians. It doesn't work out in every single game. So they need to change the plan based on the teams they are playing. And I expect the bowlers to step up. Uh, and I expect them to come back and the batsmen are the ones who has to show up because those four experienced middle-order players are the ones who has to step up and take the team to the finish line which they haven't in the first three games and as far as the next team is concerned which is the Mumbai Indians, the defending champion the defending champions have been extremely good in the first three games. They just lost in the edge against RCB, which they shouldn't have won at first place, but still they managed to take that match that deep. The second and third match were perfect comeback matches what Mumbai Indians are known for. That is why they are the five-time champions because they know how to play. And the way they defended those scores which were average at best is exceptional. just Bumrah doing his job, Karon Polar doing his job, Pandya Brothers doing their job. Every single player did their job which, uh, which was given to them and which was expected from them. Certainly, Adam Milne will take his time. He was in his first game and it will take time for a new player to sit into the squad. But besides that, the 10 players are extremely talented and they are always there in every single game. So, there is no need to worry and I can see this consistency only going upwards as the tournament goes on for Mumbai Indians. Then it's Delhi Capitals. They had two magnificent matches where they beat the hell out of the opposition's bowling unit, which was against Chennai and Punjab. There was no situation in those two games where you could say like Delhi was in a Delhi was in the back foot or they were playing the game of catch up. But as far as their loss against Rajasthan, it was more over how they, how Rajasthan came back, it was more about persistence and the ability to stand in there and take the scoreboard ahead is what made Rajasthan win that match. It was instincts that made Rajasthan win the match, moreover Delhi losing it because Delhi did everything they could have done and there were a lot of positives from that match but still they lost, which you can't blame the team. And I see the same way going forward for them. And uh, let us see how a new condition, as they are starting in Chennai from today, for the next two games. The next two games they are going to play in Chennai, and uh, let us see how they are going to adapt to the conditions in Chennai this time. And the second spot, right now is Chennai Super Kings really no, I didn't expect them in the beginning of the tournament because in the first game they were outplayed but the second and third game which they played against Punjab and Rajasthan they just did the same thing what Delhi Capitals did them, did it to them which was beat the hell out of the opponent's bowling unit but the bowlers in the second match against Punjab Kings stepped up and they took those wickets and restricted them and moreover, I can say it was the Batsmen of the opposition, it was the Punjab Batsmen and the Rajasthan Batsmen giving catching practice to the to the fielders of Chennai Super Kings rather than scoring runs. And there was no intent in both those teams, the Punjab Kings and Rajasthan Royals, when they played against Chennai Super Kings because they lost the plot way at the very beginning of their innings and they couldn't couldn't come back with the bat and whatever they did with the ball wasn't enough. So those two victories in these two games against Punjab and Rajasthan will give a lot of confidence to them. Ruturaj Gaikwad is the only issue for their side, rest of the ten players have been extremely good. Deepak Chahar has been beautiful with the ball, with the new ball. He is bowing it with like a red cherry. And. Other bowlers that they have, Dwayne Bravo, Ravindra Jadeja, Shardur Thakur, Sam Curran, all of them are sh- turning up and doing the job that are asked from them to do. So really, really appreciate the way Chennai have played this game, the la- these last two games. And when it comes to the final team, we are talking about the table toppers, who usually will be in the bottom of the table every single season. But this time, there has been a revelation. The way Royal Challengers Bangalore are playing is extremely confident. The first game when they just won it by an edge against Mumbai Indians in the, very, in the first game, because I expected the same RCB to show up like how they have shown up over the last three, four years, who start who win the first game and lose off the team as the tournament goes on, and moreover that first game they took it to the wire, which wasn't necessary. But the way they showed up in the second and third game is extremely appreciationable. The way Harshal Patel has been like, man, I have given, uh, have been given a role, and I am playing that role. To my best level possible, and I've never seen a death overs bowler be so confident with in his bowling as Harshal Patel is. Because we have seen number of people come in and bowl in bowl the death overs for RCB, and they have been whacked left, right, and centre. And these three matches, what they played in Chennai, the death overs were exceptional. Mohammed Siraj has been a completely different human being after that australia tour he is a complete different player the test match success is reflecting in his t20 bowling as well and really really appreciate the way he bowled andre russell in that last over in that penultimate over five dot balls in in the 19th over to andre russell every single ball was a yorker amazing appreciate the hell out of this amazing man from Hyderabad. And as far as batting is concerned, Devdutt Padikal must step up because he is taking a lot of time. He is becoming the KL Rahul of RCB unnecessarily. Virat Kohli will show up for sure because he is Virat Kohli. A.B.D. Villiers is doing his job. Glenn Maxwell has been the focus of RCB's batting lineup this season, and I'm really, really surprised by the way he has turned up this time. He looks a lot relaxed. He looks afresh every single time he is out there. He isn't going for the boundaries every single time. He isn't going for the swing every single delivery. He's rotating the strikes. He's taking the square ahead, and he is hitting the right balls at the right time. Really, he has been the focus of RCB this time and in the first three games he has stepped up for the team and the team will expect the same as they now go to Mumbai to play two more games, one against Rajasthan Royals and the other against Chennai Super Kings. So Mumbai, so all the teams, so four teams are going to travel to the opposite side of the of the league Punjab and Delhi Capitals are going to play the next two games in Chennai RCB and KK are going to play the next two games in Mumbai whereas the other four teams are going to play this at the same place that they are playing Chennai Chennai Super Kings and Rajasthan Royals are playing the two games in Mumbai, whereas Mumbai Indians and Sunrisers are playing the next two games in Chennai. So this, these four teams who have now travelled, these two, these four teams will have a lot to get set into, whereas the other team, other four teams, are are going to have that extra run for two more games. So, the eyes will be on RCB because they have won 3 games in Chennai, will they be able to do the same thing in Mumbai which is a relatively opposite type of a wicket, contrasting wicket and whether Delhi Capitals will be able to play with the same amount of dominance with the bat like how they did in Mumbai in a wicket like Chennai where it is extremely Tough too, which, which is challenging, not tough, it was just challenging for the batsmen. So, let us see how the next few games goes up. Round three was really, really good, really competitive. And let us see how many games the chasing team is going to win, and how many games the defending team is going to win. Until now, it has been even Steven, and I hope it is like that because too many games. One by a chasing team doesn't look good in too many games, one by a defending team doesn't look good either. There must be even Stevens. So I hope a similar kind of a thing in the next four games as well. Until next time, this is Danush, and this is The Off Stump, a podcast exclusively covering the game of cricket. See you after round four.